Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you're listening, around the world, this is Sedona Talk Radio. Welcome everyone. Welcome to Spiritual Tools. My name is Melissa Boyd. I am a psychic medium and your host for Spiritual Tools. This is a very special show. This is actually my last show that I'll be doing. And it is fitting that I would have an author on the show tonight since I am taking a break from the show to finish my first book and um, also downloading a second book that I'm hoping that will be out in 2017. So if you're new to the show, Spiritual Tools, I brought to you um, over the past nine months each week talking about who we are as beings, vibrational beings in this physical world, having a vibrational experience. And so I've had the privilege of interviewing people all around the world talking about amazing things that are going on. I will be putting all of those folks up on my website under the Soul Tools resources, and my website is melissaboy.net. So all the shows I've done, um, including tonight's show, will all be archived at melissaboy.net under Soul Tools. And I do have some upcoming events I would like to um, tell you about before I bring our guests on um, this evening. I will be bringing back, um, many people have asked about this, the Meditate and Donate series. So once a month at my office in Kennebunk, Maine, I will be doing a free meditation. And if you choose to donate to a nonprofit that I pick during that month, you're welcome to. And during that month, I also will give um, some of my proceeds that I make during my, my work month to that organization. So January 28th at 7 p.m., I will be doing a free meditation in my office at 11 York Street in Kennebunk, and that benefits the Centers for Grieving Children in Portland. On February 18th at 7 p.m., I will be doing a meditation as well, benefiting hospice. And on March 10th at 7 p.m., it will benefit, benefit a place to start which helps families deal with the issue of dementia and Alzheimer's. And I am starting to do larger group readings, and I will be at Duffy's Tavern in Kennebunk, Maine on February 13th at 6 p.m. And this is called Remember My Love, Messages from Spirit. It's $50 per person or two for 90 There will be appetizers, refreshments, a gift bag for everyone who, who attends, and a vibrational healing with Fosetio frequencies. And there is one or two openings in the Reignite Your Creative Business class and that teaches you to go from ideas to business, um, abundance plans, and that's $150. That's February 3rd, 10th, and 17th at my office in Kennebunk from 6 to 15 to 8.30. Your Expand Your Intuition class, which includes a meditation CD, pendulum, and other soul tools, is April 5th, 12th, 19th, 26th, and May 3rd, and you can register on my website as well. And then finally, people have been asking and asking, when are you coming back with vibrational yoga? Vibrational yoga will be back April 2nd and 3rd at Willard Beach Studio in Cape Elizabeth, Maine. Also April 30th and May 1st at Greener Pastures in West Elmuth, Maine. And I will be at the Cape Cod Yoga Fest this year in August and also the Maine Yoga Fest in July. 
So very exciting things coming up. And um, uh, I'll say this again at the end of the show, but I do want to say thank you to all the listeners. And I know you're going to have a great show tonight as well. I will be back on the air in some fashion, whether it be this show or a podcast, and I will let you know um, by the fall of 2016. So let's move into our next guest, who um, I'm really excited to um, have Betsy Otter-Thompson as the last guest on the show, and it's fascinating, as are all the shows. Betsy is an author, and tonight she's talking about Love Human. Love Human is a book about you, where you come from, where you are going, why you are here. It offers valuable guidance regarding how to find comfort in a world where uncomfortable things happen. Betsy's work has always gravitated toward the media. A native Philadelphian with a BFA from the University of Pennsylvania, Betsy worked as an accountant, account executive for WFIL Radio in Pennsylvania, and from there went to work for radio stations WPEN and WFLN. After that, she became a commercial print model and acted in television commercials in New York and Philadelphia. For 17 years, she worked in Los Angeles at the motion picture and television company Castle Rock Entertainment as the assistant to the chairman and CEO. In August of 1999, she followed her boss to Warner Brothers, as he took a new position there as president and COO and became his executive assistant. She is now writing full-time. Betsy's writing began unexpectedly while going through an especially difficult time in her life. She believed that her books were the answer to her prayers. Welcome, Betsy. Welcome to Spiritual Tools. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here, and thank you for inviting me. I'm sort of I feel wonderful that I'm I'm slipping in under the line here of the last show. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you find yourself. And really, I look at your work, and um, it's really human evolution. You know, writing about the evolution of humans. How did you find yourself writing about that? Well, um, the story of really so my work began um, when I was really young. I, I had was able to communicate with spirit when I was four, and um, I was I was doing it because my mother was always talking about her grandmother, who she loved so much. And this woman had died a couple of days before I was born, and my my mother was always saying I looked like her. And at four, I thought, well, if I look like somebody my mother loves, that's 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 an asset. So I decided I would talk to her at night and see if I was like her in other ways. And uh, I didn't think anything of it. I just started doing it. And um, I, I had some wonderful conversations for a week, a couple weeks. And um, I thought in my naivete that if I could do this, Everybody could do this. So I went to my older sister and told her what I was doing and asked her who she spoke to. And she went ballistic, as <laughs> most children probably would. And so I, I felt uh, terrified that she would tell others what I was doing and they would react as she had. So I stopped doing it. And it wasn't until I was in California and um, I was almost I almost became homeless. And I sort of did this reassessment of my life that my choices weren't uh, weren't working very well for me. I certainly didn't end up the way I thought I would in life. And and um, so I said a prayer one night that I was, um, I wanted to honor the gift that I had again, and I would, but I sure needed a job to support me while I did it. And three weeks later, I had the job at Castle Rock Entertainment. I was like the fifth person hired on their second day of business. 
And um, so it was almost as if as soon as I said I was ready, the universe said, okay, here we go. And Mm -hmm. um, so I wrote um, uh, while I was working. I worked all day, and then I'd write all night. And and I'm still doing it. And I retired after 17 years, so I went from almost being homeless to being able to retire in 17 years. So it was like a really a big miracle in my life that everything, everything turned around. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. And it was really about taking responsibility for who I was, um, saying it's okay to be who I am, you know. It's okay to be uh, authentic and um, sort of coming out of the closet about, you know, who I was. And when I did this, it was quite a few years ago, and it was hard because even when I decided to do this, I was afraid that people would call me weird and strange and um, I would be labeled, uh, you know, one of those weird names. And because channeling isn't wasn't accepted then in, in as part of the mainstream as it is today. Um, I'm not saying it's completely accepted now, but certainly more than it was 20 years ago. Absolutely agree. That's that's awesome. That's And, you know, interestingly, I came out as a medium on television myself. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was a lobbyist for years, and I, the man said, I forgot what your title was, and he said, what type of lobbyist are you? And I said, I'm actually a medium. And I thought oh, I would lose wow. my job as well. So we we have a lot in common. No wonder you're. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So well, happy. you know, it's uh, it, 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 my life didn't work until I till I did say you know till I till I did at least to myself um, accept who I was and say I'm mm. just going to be who I am and let the chips fall where they may. And of course, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. I mean, it's easy to say that afterwards. It's not so easy when you're deciding to do it because you don't know what's going to happen from doing it but um i, I think it's it's um i think it's a great lesson for me in in understanding that uh when you do what you're here to do the universe just rushes in with all the support that you could possibly need mm. you know and we were talking before the show that you know what i love about your work is that you tell your truth and you tell your authentic self and because of the struggle and what you've gone through I mean, for myself, if someone has been through something and they're telling their truth and I connect to that, I'm just, you know, I learn so much from other people. And so what I love about your story is that you really tell your truth and so it helps other people to think, well, if she can do it, maybe I can do it too. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a wonderful thing. Yeah, and I and I think that's what we're all here to do, to help each other um live as authentically as we can and um and as you do that the wonderful thing is because the first half of my life I really spent um blaming other people for my problems and so it was everybody else's fault that I ended up where I was that's that was my um that was my way of coping with life and um as soon as I decided okay um I create I made the choices that got me almost homeless. Nobody else made those choices. I made them. And once I became accountable and said, "Okay, I'm responsible for what happened to me." It was very empowering because it was like I said to myself, "You know, if I if I was powerful enough to get myself in that situation, I'm powerful enough to get myself out of it." And and that's exactly mm. what happened. So tell us about Love Human. Well, Love Human is like the answer to a lot of questions I had. Um, 
I had, you know, like, why are we here? What's life all about? I mean, the, the same questions we all have, but I never had answers that truly satisfied me. So this is what the book turned out to be, and I'm, I didn't know it would turn out to be this way because I, I never know what a book's going to be before I start writing it. Um, but it, it really came to be about um, embracing the world as it is and the people around us as they are, and loving whatever that is. Not because we live in a perfect world, which we we certainly do not, but because as we love and accept life as it is, love and acceptance grow. And that's the bottom line. We are all hoping that love and acceptance will grow. And nothing grows outside around us until we decide to, to live it ourselves, and then we attract people to us who are also living the same way. Hmm. You know, I um, have your I have um, part of your book in front of me here, and you you talk a lot about God, and um, I love how you you talk about it in a way that you know some people say you know I don't I don't believe in God like what is God and so could you talk a little bit about I mean you you talk about it so wonderfully in the book about understanding what God is and yes. what well, that belief is. Yes, well, to me, to me, God is energy. God is energy. Um, everything is energy, and so therefore everything is God. So we are as much God as a blade of grass as God, as a tree is God, as another animal, as an animal is God. We are all the energy of God, uh, and and therefore we are all responsible as godly human beings. And so we are we are more powerful than we think we are. It's the most one of the ideas, and I like the, and I like so much in the book is that it's about how powerful we really are uh, to create the kind of life we want because. Uh, it, it is a, it is a universe that is in balance, um, uh, action reaction balance. So, uh, it's, that's obvious to see in, this, in physics in terms of whatever goes around comes around, whatever goes up comes down. But it also works emotionally in that whatever we put out into the universe, we invite to come back into our lives. And so this is how powerful we are. We can create for ourselves the kind of emotional life that we want to have, and we it gets it gets stifled by that idea that somebody else doesn't deserve your love. They they did this, that, and the other, and therefore they don't deserve my love. But we don't love other people for their sake. We love people for our sake because then we are the mm. ones who invite love back into our lives. And that's similar to when someone crosses as well, you know, that that they're they're always there and we're crying for ourselves because they're home, so they're happy. <laughs> Because they've gone yeah, so they've back. Just, they've, just, they've just moved on to where they can find the growth they need. That's all. I, I, I really mm. believe that we stay here until our souls know that we, had, we would find more growth from being elsewhere, and then we move on. And so when somebody moves on, it's really about saying, hooray, they've moved on to what they need. They moved on to the greater growth that they seek. That's, and, and we're still here because our growth is still about being here. Mm. You know, the other thing you talk about is transition. And, you know, I think that some people get in the habit of, you know, it's a Tuesday. This is what I do on a Tuesday and not liking change. And um, and I'm just going to I'm gonna read your words, if that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, go ahead. In, in your book, you talk about, um, you know, what is transition. And then you say, each moment of your existence, your soul is making plans to expand. And it's so true with wonderful because we really are we're our our soul really is working for us and i think we've forgotten that in some way some people have forgotten that your soul 
you know, really does want you to evolve. Yes. I mean, if you, it's about trusting that your soul knows where you need to be when you need to be there. Because if you say otherwise, if you say, you know, my, I, I, that was a mistake, you know, this was a mistake, I shouldn't have lived it, what you're really saying is that your soul is a dummy, and that's impossible. You know, the soul can't possibly mm. be a dummy because it's all, it has all knowledge within it. And so it's really about trusting that what we do experience, um, even though it may be difficult in the moment we're experiencing it. It is something that our soul knows has growth for us to live. Has there's something, there's some benefit for it, or we wouldn't be experiencing it. And so, therefore, it's always about asking ourselves, for instance, how have I grown from going through this, or who, who have I been able to connect with because I've gone through this, or where have I learned to release, forgive, and move on because I've gone through this. So there's always something beneficial to find. And if you don't find the benefits in what you're going through, I I really think your soul just recreates another situation exactly like it where you get another chance to try again Mm. oh so well said Um, tell us about how you feel intuition guides us I think um the, the, our, our natural instinct, I think, is to love, and so therefore, if we're listening to our natural int- intuition, we we are willing to forgive, release, and move on because I think it's guiding us towards where growth is. And I think, really, truthfully, the only reason we come here is to learn about release, forgive, and move on because what else is really happening in the world um, that has more of an impact than being able to release, forgive, and move on. I mean, it's what the whole world is really about. And uh, I think that once you, you – and if we all could do it perfectly, we wouldn't be here anymore. So all of us are dealing with being able to do this uh, in every facet of our life and and by remembering that what comes into our life is what we have somehow invited into our life uh, through the energy we are putting out. And so, therefore, it isn't anyone else's fault that we're going through this out of the other. It's because our soul knows that this is what has growth for us, and therefore um, and we need to listen to that, that inner urge. There are two voices within us. There's a voice that says, you know, go for it, love, give, you know, forget about what other people deserve. You, you deserve to be loved, so love. And then there's the voice inside of us that uh, uh, has rationalizations for everything we do. They, I did this because they did that to me. Uh, um, I don't like them because they did this, this that, and the other. Um, and and so that's what keeps us from loving. So we have to remember that, we're, that our natural instinct is to love. The animals show us who we really are because their natural instinct is to love too. They don't have that ego voice shouting in their ear, you know, uh, you're, not, you're worthless, you aren't, you know, you're no good, your decisions mm-hmm. are bad. They don't hear any of that. They just, their, their natural instinct is to love everyone they, they, they meet and encounter. Oh, that's so true. It's so true. Um, well, I... If we can, I'd love to talk about your other books as well. Um, okay. So um, let oh, – oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I was going to start with Life, Love Parent. It, Love Parent is uh, a book about being the best parent you can be, and it reminds us – Uh, that if all family members are loved and accepted for who they are everyone's needs are met but it's a it's a very uh, it's a book that goes along the process from when the first when when energy first contemplates coming uh, into the human game uh, through a parent and um, their early stages and it goes through it takes the child all the way up through adolescence and independence and so it has a chapter that covers just about everything that happens uh, uh, for between a parent and a child 
And um, then mm-hmm. there's a book called The What Happens If I Book, How to Make Emotional Action Reaction Work for Us Instead of Against Us. Uh, and it has uh, chapters like What Happens If I um, Think I Have to Be Perfect, What Happens If I Do What I Love But the Money Doesn't Come, uh, What Happens If I Use My Sob Story to Manipulate Others. And so there's like a chapter about all these things that we all deal with day in and day out. And then there's a book uh, called The Mirror Theory, which is a question-and-answer conversation about Jesus and his family. And then Walking Through Illusion, which is the second series in that book, um, it's also in question-and-answer conversation about Jesus and his friends. You know, let's let's pause on that one, just because it's so fascinating how much information is coming out about that at this time. Don't you agree? Yeah, there is, there is. And I think that every, I haven't read them, I've heard about them, because I don't read anything else but my own work, because I don't want to ever have to ask myself, did I hear that inside of me, or did I hear that Mm. outside of me? Mm, so mm. I, I don't I don't read other books, but I but I don't I, I can't imagine any of them being similar in that they're all coming from the individual person who is sharing the information. So I think they're probably all very individual. I don't think there are any other books that are quite like those first two. And I have I have the third one coming out, which will be um, it probably at least a year ahead. But I, I I have written it, but I have not edited it as much as it needs to be edited. So uh, and it is about. Um, Jesus on his travels and what happened to him when he did leave home and um, Mm. that brought him to the place where he went into seclusion. And so um, I think that it's wonderful that all, I I, I don't think it matters what a book has in it. If it has a lot of love, it's it's a great book. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, I think that people are resonating more with Jesus, though, on the return. It's, just, it's wonderful. Well, well, you know, it's funny because you say that, Melissa, because in the beginning when um, I did the first book, Everyone assumed that because I had written a book about Jesus, it was a book about religion, and it's and none of my work mm. is about religion. And people forget that Jesus lived long before Christianity was even ever heard of. Absolutely. Uh, so I mean, he, he had nothing to do with Christianity. He was just a man who lived and um, had his own journey. And so um, it's been. It, it, it was hard, it, it, and you know, it's coming out. There are more books on Jesus now. But back when I first wrote those two books. Um, anything that had the name Jesus in it, and still I think it's true, people automatically think it has something to do with religion. So, no, that's a great point because, you know, if if you read some of that, it, I, I believe he was almost like a, a healer, teacher, channel himself, you know, even, yeah. you know, yeah. Uh, but not always. Wonderful. I mean, he had a, he had, he had his struggles too, and he had his his issues with family. He had everything that we all have. Uh, I don't mm. think there was anything mm-hmm. different about him, except he was willing to go a little bit deeper than most of us are willing to go to know himself. And and um, my work is really about bringing out the humanity in, in Jesus and and who he truly was as a human being, because. That's how you really identify with everyone else. Why wouldn't that be how you identify with him as well? Mm, mm. So speaking of humanity, Betsy, what is your vision for humanity? You know, you're writing these books, you're you're talking to people, you're getting this message out there. What is your vision for humanity or for people listening? Well, I guess it's the same vision I have for myself because um I don't know what is best for other people in terms of what they should or should not believe. Um, I just hope that they love their beliefs because 
when we leave here, I don't think we take our beliefs with us. We take the love we found from having them. Mm. Wow, that's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, what does it matter if somebody believes something different from from me? If they love their beliefs and their life is happy and joyous because of their beliefs, why would I want them to change them? Right, and that's that's part of the things that we have with wars that go on today is people wanting to push somebody else and believing what they believe. Yeah, it's all about needing agreement. Um, there is no need to find agreement. It's about each person um, being happy in what they're doing and what they're contributing and being happy that other people are getting happy from their contribution. I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, if I had, if I was with somebody and they told me that they were thrilled with their beliefs and very happy and living a productive life, um, why would I say to them, you aren't believing what you should be? How could that, poss- how could that be possible? Mm. You know, That's their life is very true. You know? Yeah. Um, what spiritual tools do you use for yourself? You know, the, the most important thing I think I've heard, I've heard through my through my work is that, and this was an idea. This was this idea came to me fairly recently. You know, I've been doing this for a long time. Is that um, the universe um, or the force that runs the universe sees everything as love, everything. Um, No matter what is being expressed, the universe interprets that as love because I don't think there's anything else other than love to this this force of action, reaction, or whatever you want to call the force of love that runs the universe. So, therefore, if I am putting out an expression of cruelty towards someone else, um, the universe says, oh, Betsy thinks cruelty is love, so let's give her lots more of that back. Mm. See what I'm saying? I mean, it's like we think the universe, you know, the universe doesn't have any ears to hear our words. Um, it only right, has its right. es- it, it only has its essence in which it can feel our essence and respond. And so whatever we are expressing, the universe thinks that's our, that's our interpretation of love. I mean, that just thinking of this idea was so like a, such a light bulb for me because it was like, you know, well, wait a minute, you know, if the universe thinks everything I'm expressing is love, is it my, is that my idea of love too? Because, you know, if I'm inviting that to come back, is that really what I want to come back? And um, mm. it's very, it's very empowering when you realize it's how, how that is true. You know, the universe, how can it do anything but respond to our essence? That's very true, and the thoughts that we think, and that's yeah. very true. And and around that idea is the idea that, um, you know, everything is the universe is like emotionally balanced in that whatever we're putting out, we're getting back, and whatever the, the person who lives next door to me puts out, they're getting back emotionally. We don't always receive the same emotion from the person we gave it to, but because that person may not be capable of giving back what you've given to them. But somebody is going to come along and give it back to you because you have an aura in which that thought or that feeling is welcome because you have already given it to somebody else as your expression of love. So mm. it's it's um it's 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 really a profound thought to remember that um you know when you <clears throat> when you're asking yourself um what you want to pull into your life, the kind of people you want to pull into your life, the kind of people you want to attract back to you, because um, they are always reflecting you in one way or another. And if it and if you don't like what it is, it isn't about changing the people in your life. It's about changing what you're putting out there. 
Absolutely. And that's that's a hard lesson for a lot of people. Um, but it's a wonderful it's a wonderful thing to to do. If um since there's folks listening, um what is one thing if you could tell people listening one thing that you feel that they could do like a simple thing, a takeaway that they can do to um besides go to your website, which I want you to tell your website, please. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I would tell them to do is I, I know that people, um, so many people are, are wishing that we could have uh, a peaceful world. And um, so I would say that um, uh, it's about finding peace within because when you find what is found within uh, eventually manifests outside, but it has to be found within first. So it's about finding peace within your own self and stop worrying about what's happening here, here, and here, and what's happening out there in the world, what's happening with this person or that person. Just make sure that you are finding a peace inside of yourself because then your world will be peaceful because we all create our own personal worlds uh, no matter that we all live here in the same world. We're all creating our own personal world around us. And so just mm-hmm. think, if you want to make a peaceful world, then live peacefully. You know, Be the person you want other people to be. That's beautiful. And Betsy, how can people um, find your books and find out about you? They can go to my website, which is BetsyThompson.com. It's B-E-T-S-Y-T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N.com. All my books can be uh, looked at from there. You can read about them and you can order them from there. Okay. Well, I want to thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Well, thank you so much for um, having me. Absolutely, and um, be well. Yes, and good luck in all your new endeavors. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So evolution, human evolution, change. You know, this is really where we are, and I talked about this in the 2016 Channel for Humanity. It's really where we're moving as a world and in oneness. And so I hope that all of you continue on your journey wherever you are and whatever you're doing. And it only felt fitting to end with a meditation tonight. So what I'd like you to do is I have um, I have a very deep, deep intention to send energy out to you who are listening wherever you're listening around the world, whether you're listening live or listening to this after the fact, I would like you to close your eyes, be in an upright position, connect to your spine, to your breath. Allow yourself to breathe into your vibrational self, your vibrational self. Breathing in and out. Allow your belly to rise and fall. Feel the waves of energy that are you moving through you. Breathe into your heart. Your heart of kindness. Your heart of compassion. Your heart of knowing. And your heart of love. So when you really, really dive down deep and you listen with your heart 
You respond with your heart, your open heart. You'll be able to experience the world in a new way. And continue to breathe in and out. And allow your tongue to rest on the floor of your mouth for eight. Feel the back of your neck relaxing. And as you breathe in, feel your rib cage expand. And imagine a blue diamond sparkling light just swirling down through your forehead, your temples, your eyelids, your eyeballs, your cheekbones, your nasal cavity, your ears, your earlobes. Allow this energy like a river to wash through your body, sending blue light through every cell, allowing you to vibrate at a very high frequency allowing you to vibrate to that energy of source, the energy of light, which you all are. Feel your light growing. Feel your light glowing. Know that you are one. You are one with the sky. You are one. You are one with the earth. You are one. You are one with the ladybug. You are one. You are one with the trees. You are one. You are one with the whale. You are one with that person that you lock eyes with in the morning. You are one with your neighbor. You are one. When you start to realize that you and I and all of us are one, life becomes pleasant. Life becomes joyful. There is no separation between you and the flower. Keep that energy. See those images in your mind's eye. Let your imagination jump for joy. Allow yourself to spin deeper and deeper. And feel in the base of your spine this gold light at the base of your spine, just getting brighter and brighter. And if you can't feel it, imagine it. If you can't imagine it, visualize it and imagine that it's there. Feel yourself centered in your being, in your knowing, in your knowing center. And take three deep breaths in and slowly exhale, allowing yourself to come to yourself. I want you to imagine that in your mind's eye you can see a chalkboard. And I want you to write I am on that chalkboard. And then whatever word, phrase, or image you would like to create in the world on that chalkboard, I am, I am manifesting yourself forward. 
We're moving into this time of human evolution. And as you allow yourself to evolve, because remember, just as Betsy said tonight, your soul does want you to evolve. We are here to evolve. Know that work is being done and all you need to do is show up. Show up and be ready. Allow. Allow the universe to guide you, to hold you, and to love you. Breathe in and out. And when you're ready, you can gently and slowly open your eyes. And I want to thank all of our listeners tonight and all of the guests who have been on the show over the past nine months. It has been my privilege and my honor to be your guide on this journey of spiritual tools, of spiritual awakening, of vibrational knowing. Please visit me at melissaboyd.net where I will have updates, um, more information on the release of my book coming out this year, 2016, as well as these shows, which will be under Soul Tools. Thank you so much. I'm sending love and light from my heart to yours. Be one and be well. Namaste.